Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Sam Hollis is a website designer currently living in Southern Africa. However, thanks to online networking, it's almost like he never went away. Thank you very much for joining me on my podcast today, Sam. That's all right. Good to be here. Now, Sam, I know you as a, a website designer, but um, tell me about your previous jobs, because I don't think that's the job that you've always done. No. So um, I've done a few things. I used to do uh, support for Hewlett Packard for the little palm top computers, which were oh, the yeah. things before with smartphones came in, um, which was so my job was 90% of the time telling people to turn it off and on again. <laughs> um, I'd... I then did intelligent lighting for a while, so that was like, uh, you know, you go into an office and if you're in a corridor, the, the lights are on mm. um, in the offices, and if in the office the, the corridor doesn't go on so you can get home, and if you're in the toilet, hopefully the light will stay on while you're there and all that sort of thing. Uh, so we did that for, I did huge projects like the HSBC Tower in Canary Wharf and things there, um, and then I decided to train as a teacher. Right. And that was... Um, that was the next 13 or 14 years, <laughs> going through various schools in various places, um, from sort of 11-year-olds through to 18-year-olds, um, teaching science. Right. Um, and in the end, mainly teaching the sort of, sort of top-end 17, 18-year-old A-level physics, which, mm. was sort of a, which was great, because they were the people who really, really interested, and the people who really wanted to be there. Yes. Yes, I think that makes such a difference, doesn't it, when you've got kids who actually want to learn. That's it, yeah. They were, they were really interested. They really wanted to be there. Um, yeah, so they were really fun to work with. So what was it that made you decide to set up your own business? Um, I tried small businesses on and off. Um, so we moved um, up to East Yorkshire and we had a small holding. So we tried sort of small businesses linked to that. So I started up um, selling meat because we had some pigs and sheep mm. um, and that was very small scale because the field was quite small but we did a bit of that and we used to have people coming along so people would buy the meat they'd sort of buy half a pig in yeah. advance and they'd come along and help do fencing and that sort of thing that was quite a fun project mm. um, but always going to be limited in its size um, and we took up um, going to some of the farmers markets as well doing bakery and jam so I sort of yeah, every so often before the Humber's Humber um, market would be up till you know up till two a.m. baking up again at four, finishing off. Um, so did that for us. I did bits and pieces, um, and then the I think I think I was getting kind of tired with the teaching. I'd done it for a long time. Um, the managers were getting younger and yet less realizing that you had a life outside school, and mm. so it was eventually time to move on and do something different. So I sort of put it all together I'd always made websites for sort of friends clubs I was in that sort of thing yeah. so I sort of decided uh, time to sort of make a bigger business and give it a go and how has it grown since those days um, well a lot um, yeah to start with I was uh, I didn't really know how business ran really so I sort of you know stumbled across a client was happy as Larry and sort of just built a website for a while and then that's all <laughs> I did um, so yeah it's changed a lot since those days we've now got um, how many customers off the top made 60 or 70 sort of monthly customers we've got other people to come to us I've got sort of three website designers who are regularly working for me another few who we call on to extra jobs a writer I work with um, and a VA so yeah it's sort of grown substantially um, into quite a big business at the moment yeah and so who, who are your clients what kind of businesses do you tend to build websites for 
So I sort of have them in two groups. I work a lot with small businesses who are either sort of business to business services um, or sometimes trades. And then we um, we build them um, smallish websites, sort of five page, eight page sales websites. So the key is to get somebody to pick up the phone, drop an email, make an appointment, whatever it is. But, you know, get in touch and start to talk about that service. Um, so we have a lot of those as clients and then we're sort of working with some bigger companies doing things like e-commerce um, and some networking groups other websites more complex it might be that people need to be able to book to go networking but also people who sponsor the network can write articles people can see those articles and it all sort of links together that sort of thing so we've got the sort of the two groups the sort of e-commerce and networking side the sort of bigger businesses and then those smaller um, small limited companies and sole traders yeah. Now, you and I met in person through networking a, a few years ago now, but you're no longer in the UK, are you? Tell us where you are now. So, no, I currently live in Mozambique, which is quite interesting. Um, been here since March 2020. So, yeah, we came out at rather an interesting mm. time. We got the very last flight in that was possible as we threw flew through Johannesburg in South Africa and they were shutting down completely at the time so we had to change flights find the very last day um, and get into Mozambique and and make it up as we went along from there really. And what was it that prompted you to move out there? Um, it was my wife's work really so she um, she was working in Humberside and we were in East Yorkshire so that all worked well she was just in Salt End and then that company closed down um, and she ended up working in Peterborough and Peterborough to um, Beverly, if anyone knows the two places, is an awfully long commute. Yes. Um, so that was a bit long. She fancied something completely different. Um, and so the business she was with, um, yeah, had a bit of a discussion and got off at a secondment to Africa. Um, and with a bit of filtering on where schools were near the businesses and stuff, ended up with Mozambique. Wow. And so how did your clients react to the fact that you were disappearing to the other side of the world? They, they seem fine. Um, yeah, I think they're slightly bemused. Um, but, I mean, my main worries when I came out would be a bit odd not meeting people in person and it would be a bit odd not uh, networking things in person. And I moved out in March 2020, mm. so kind of my main issues were resolved 10 minutes after I arrived when suddenly everybody's on Zoom. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like a terrible time to move in one way. But for your business and in terms of being able to network still with people back in the UK, it was perfect timing. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's the exact combination. Yeah, no, in terms of being able to still network and still meet people and things, it worked brilliantly because it suddenly, yeah, straight away, soon became the normal thing. So apart from the palm trees in the background, you know, I was just the same as everybody else in the meeting. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing the palm trees in the background and being quite jealous of you, really, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about the kind of networking that you did prior to going to Mozambique? So prior to going to Mozambique, it was all in person. I don't, I don't even remember Zoom networking being a thing, really. No. Um, I used to do a lot of 4N networking, um, and as you know, I used to run some of those meetings. Mm -hmm. By the time I'd left, I wasn't running them anymore, but still going. Um, and I went to some other networking meetings in person. The Yorkshire Powerhouse was one of them. And then, yeah, so it was mainly those in person before I left. Yeah. And so how did you find it once you got to Mozambique and everything went online? Well, for, not just for you, for, but for everybody. How did, you, how did that work for your business? Um, it worked quite well. There was, a, there was sort of advantages and disadvantages, I found. I found suddenly you're meeting a lot more people in a lot more places, uh, and that seemed really good. Um, the thing I found that's more difficult is 
you don't know who to have follow-up conversations with as easily. Mm. So, for example, if you're in a room with people, you'll stand by someone, by the coffee machine and have a two-minute chat, and you'll move on, chat to somebody else for five minutes, you'll fairly quickly get a gauge of, yeah, okay, that person, you know, probably not worth me following up with this person, we could be able to work together really well, it's definitely worth, you know, catching up with that person. You don't get to have those chats. So, although you're suddenly meeting lots of people, you don't talk to them much. And so to start with, I was having a huge amount of follow-up one-to-ones because I wasn't able to filter easily mm. who was the best people to follow up with or not. Um, I've got a lot better at that now. But yeah, to start with, there was a huge amount of one-to-ones because I was just uh, following up with all sorts of people that probably uh, wasn't going to be particularly helpful to me or them. Yes, I think that is the difficulty of online networking, isn't it? You, you can't just have a chat with somebody, as you say, by the coffee machine or, or in the corner. Um, because when you're in those big Zoom rooms, you can't have everyone talking at once because it just doesn't work, does it? No, that's it. It's chaos. More than two people talking and it's just a big mess. Um, so, yeah, no, it is difficult. So now that things are you know, opening up again, I don't know how things are in Mozambique. Are there in-person networking meetings you can go to there? Um, I, when I first arrived in Mozambique, I thought about doing business here and working in the local business community um, and there were a couple of things that have stopped me. The first was initially, now the restrictions are basically gone, bar a few things, but initially the Covid restriction event, it was actually very hard to get out and speak yeah. to people and meet people, um, which was probably a good start with because I didn't really know much about the area and things. The second is obviously language barrier in that it's Portuguese mm-hmm. is the main language here um, and I, I think I'm the dunce in the family at learning <laughs> that. They were always laughing at me for my Portuguese. Uh, my daughter's constantly telling me off and then lastly it's actually an incredibly difficult to do place to do business it's in the sort of league of countries it's like at the bottom bar one or two as the worst places to do country in the world with corruption red tape um controlling families who are not going to be pleased if you step on their toes it's just yeah they do not make it easy in any way to do business here yeah so you've continued to to grow your client base in the uk then i guess yeah, so my business, uh, the only thing in my business not in the UK really is me. Oh, one of my designers, he's in Italy because he <laughs> has an Italian fiancé. But um, yes, the, the business itself is a UK business with entirely bar one UK customers. Yeah. So has it, has it surprised you how you've been able to continue networking back in the UK, even though you're miles and miles away? Yeah, no, and as I say that, um, it's the really the COVID thing that triggered it, moving everybody on to Zoom. Um, and it sort of stuck, hasn't it? So a lot of people are going back in person, but a lot of groups are also doing a mix and some are staying completely on Zoom. So that that way everyone was forced to try it and now people are able to make their own match as well. Yeah. yeah. With me being out here, it just worked perfectly. So what, what kind of online networking do, do you like? So there's all sorts of different um, sort of varieties of networking out there. What, what works best for you? Um, I like a few different ones. I like the ones where there's a lot of one-to-ones where you get that sort of five, ten minutes with one person or maybe a couple of people in a breakout room. Because like you say, it's otherwise it's just uh, a lot of introductions, which can work well to suddenly link with a lot of people in LinkedIn and follow up. Mm. But it is hard to know who's going to be useful but yeah those meetings where it's sort of you know five ten minutes in a breakout room with two or three people and then swap again I find those really useful so you can really you know not get to know the people fully but at least get a little idea of what they are what they do um and if you know it would be worth following up with them or if you know probably it was nice to chat and there's no point taking it further Mm. 
So how many meetings do you tend to go to a week? I try and stick to one. Um, I found with all the follow-ups and everything, otherwise I just run out of time. Yeah. So I try and make sure I do do one a week, uh, but I really stick to that, because although it's often an hour meeting, I've done to a few recently that are two, that's a long time on Zoom. Um, yeah. yeah, by the time you've followed up and chatted to people, and then one-to-one, so it's sort of, you have to contain it somewhere. Yeah. So if you were in the UK right now what kind of networking do you think you'd be doing do you think you would go back into the room with real people not real people in the real life real world (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) yeah yeah definitely I think I'd do a mix because I think I find what a lot of people find is the real is the online networking um, is so much more efficient in that there's not the driving time you know you Mm. you have two minutes beforehand you turn on your computer and you're there well in real life it's it's a half a day's journey um, so I think I would probably do a mix, do you know some online, but from time to time, and especially when I know it's you know a group of people, it's really good to get to know better. Go to make the effort to go to those ones in person. Yeah. Do you think that your business would have been so successful and and got to where it is without networking? Not really, especially when I started. I started having moved to East Yorkshire a couple of years before, so I really had sort of zero local network. Um, I was in education before, and the links between education and business are pretty small, so I had zero network from there. So I was starting with a with nothing, if you know what I mean, no great network to work off, but no, yeah, nowhere to go to really for clients. Um, and so yeah, I started networking pretty much straight away, and yeah. I built the business off networking initially, and now not all the leads come from networking by a very long way, but initially, yeah, that's really what started the business from nothing and started it growing. Yeah. So have you got any advice that you would give to people who perhaps haven't tried networking before? Um, I guess it's not going and selling to people, because that's the automatic thing, yeah. and probably when I first went, that's what I do, because you're sort of, you're going for your business, and you're going to sell things, aren't you? Yeah. Um, so I think that's the key. It's about getting to know people and it's about getting to know how you can help them and yeah I think just go in and get to know people and enjoy it and see you can help not in terms of selling them helping but you know in just terms of what you know people you know who can you help who can you connect you know who who in the room needs something that you can help with yeah yeah so what plans do you have for your business going forward Sam um, so we're just launching, we do what we call pay-as-you-go websites, which instead of the standard approach of if you, you, know, you pay a thousand, two thousand pounds, whatever it is, and you get a website, it's like a monthly package. And mm. we've done that for quite a long time now. So you sort of, for a lot of people pay sort of 50, 60 quid a month and you get a package with a website, domain, email, but there's not that upfront cost and they're not locked in. They can just stop whenever they like. And we've done that so far for any business who is interested uh, but we're about to launch it for sort of particular areas. So we're just about to launch effectively a separate brand, which is uh, websites for photographers. Um, and that's coming online really quick in the next week or two. Um, and then that's going to be followed by one for builders as well. So a really specific mm. website offer for a very specific group of people. OK, so those are the kind of people that you're looking to be introduced to at the moment then, I guess, photographers and builders. Yeah, definitely. And, and at the moment, specifically in the sort of um, East Yorkshire, Lincolnshire area, I'm trying to start local and then build out. Um, yeah, so it could be anywhere, but that's where I'm sort of trying to focus just to launch the idea. Brilliant. So finally then, Sam, if people want to find you and find out more about um, your, the websites that you build, where's the best place for them to find you? 
best places, obviously, I've got my website, which is samhollis.co.uk, and LinkedIn um, is usually the best place to find me to have a chat to see what I'm up to. Um, yeah, if I'm not, when I'm not networking on the business, LinkedIn is normally the best place to find me. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for your time today, Sam, and uh, enjoy the sunshine in Mozambique while uh, I'm sitting in thank the you. rain in, uh, <laughs> in North Lincolnshire <laughs> right now. I'm not in the least bit jealous, Sam. Thanks for being my guest, and um, I hope to see you at an, an online networking meeting soon. Great. It's been great to talk to you. Thanks for having me on the, meet, on the podcast. Thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network. If you found this podcast useful, please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.